Hey, We Gotta Believe listeners, you can find us every Monday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. All right, we are live, and the New York Mets going into a weekend where we should beat the shit out of the Rockies after just losing two games to the Yankees. Everyone knows a two-game sweep is not a sweep. Well, doesn't count. It doesn't count. Uh, it never did. It never out of, did. Out of the league, it's basically zero games. I don't care what the standings say. That was, as far as I'm concerned, that was like a spring training split squad game. <laughs> I'm. All you got to see, Buck's like, do I throw Jake tonight or do I push him against the Rockies? I, now we know what Buck Showalter thinks. N- honestly, I was joking about the sweep thing, but that honest, that was true. The fact that they were like, yeah, we don't really give a fuck about this. Exactly. That's a fact. So everyone can just chill out, relax. We are back for the – the gauntlet's over. The gauntlet is over. It was well, a lot of crazy. the fucking Dodgers, but <laughs> – But that comes at least with a little bit of an appetizer beforehand, a little cookie, and then a fucking huge steak. Nonetheless – Everyone can just chill out a little bit. You don't realize just how like uh, stressed and anxiety filled you are until you have that off day yesterday, which I, I forgot off days oh, wow. existed. We had we had uh, we had division games against the Phillies, the Braves, double headers, AAA pitchers I didn't know existed, um, injuries happening to guys that were in our on our team all season, just driving me nuts. But you know what? We chilled out, and we chilled out because we had our cores light. That's right. I'm talking the Blue Mountains, the beer that is made to chill, the official beer of everything unofficial, the king of tagline names. Summer chill starts with cores light. Whatever you want, they got it, and they are with us all season from opening day all the way till the to the parade with cake, punch, and cores light. Make the most of your summer with a chance to win uh, exclusive chill merch, fun local experiences, and even a trip to New York, Chicago, or Los Angeles. Enter to win at coreslight.com slash believe. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes end September 19, 2022. Game ends September 6, 2022. All 50 U.S. states. Watching D.C. 21 or older. Only boy prohibited for rules. Visit coreslightsummer.com. And we're going to be drinking our Coors Light all season from now through October, which we do have some new merch coming out in sweatshirt form because you have to wear playoff merch. Meaningful games in September start in a week and once we get to the meaningful games in october we get to the meaningful parades in november and we're going to be what are we going to do celebrate responsibly Coors brewing company golden colorado all right some, uh, i saw some chart that said we have like a 100.00 percent chance of making the playoffs and i was like i don't know if, the, if that that chart that statistic was made after the year 2007 or not but ain't nothing at 100 percent in my world until it's fucking game 162 man Still got the, the, again, I still got the, you know, I, I, I'm telling you now, this Diaz thing is starting to scare me. I'm scared by the Diaz thing. We're doing exactly what like the old Mets would do with like these big pomp and circumstance dog and pony show. And then we would get our dicks kicked in and everyone would be like, ha ha, the fucking Mets, like, like letting the Baja men sing the national anthem at the world series, like stupid things against the raw at the wrong times. This originally, this Diaz shit was supposed to be against the Rockies. Fine, bring in Timmy Trumpets against the Rockies. We're probably gonna go three out of four, if not sweep them. God willing, 
And, and if you have some fun along the way, no big deal. You have a live performance for your, for your closer to come in, meaning it's a tight game against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And you don't think that's a bad idea. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's all or nothing. It's, it's ultimate glory. If you know, you strike out Mookie best to end the game and Timmy trumpets is playing a fucking encore, but, or it's the guy who's <coughs> laughing at you when Justin Turner obviously hits a two run home run to win it. And the whole league is going <laughs> LOL Mets, same old Mets. I'm just saying, this is the most that we have tempted the gods. We have flown very close to the sun and our wings have stayed strong. This will be like the ultimate test. If, if Diaz gets a, a, a saved opportunity against the Dodgers and he has a live trumpet entrance and he gets the save and he does it like in old, like not recent Diaz fashion, like one, two, three fashion, then I, then I think we start getting real cocky because anything can happen. It instantly reminded me of Donnie Stevenson cutting the WWE promo. Yeah. And then we mm. instantly like the biggest slump of any hitter's Ever. Ever. And I was like, what the fuck were you thinking? Because they were barely scoring, and they still ran out with that. And I was like, god damn it. Yep. That's, it's on that level for me right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Listen, uh, I'm coming up with this. That doesn't take effect until after uh, today's episode. Donnie Stevenson, that's Kangaroo Court. $100 in the jar if that name ever gets mentioned again <laughs> on the podcast. We are, oh, that man is dead. Uh, I still – like. Pete did a lot of things this uh, the, that second Yankee game that really got me upset and definitely has me worried about it turning up in the big spot in the playoffs. Nothing will ever touch how angry I was at Pete for bringing Donnie Stevenson into our fucking life. And listen, it was fun when it was this mysterious guy. We're pumping out T-shirts of some scumbag with a huge lipper in his shirt. Remember? That was all gravy, and they were hitting. And then once he became an actual fucking hardo. Whose idea city, was that? Was that Pete's? Was that a, a – It was 100% Pete's. They made up an idea of a fake hitting coach, and the real one got fired two days later. And then they had the rally horse, and everyone's like, cut that thing's head off. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. Get Gimmicks, gimmicks are all good when you're winning. You put on a crown, you put on a cape, you carry a belt, you do all those things. You know, I mean, can anybody ever name another time that a closer had a live performance? I, did, is that is that a thing? Did Metallica ever play Enter Sandman? I don't I think, think so. They, did they? I feel like there was something, or maybe it was like <laughs> during a mo. I feel like they came out and did like an acoustic Metallica. Did I just fucking uh, Mandela? Mandela that? I, I, yeah. I, as, I was about to say nobody's ever done this. Something I don't know if it was in an actual game, but I bet you like an event or a a pregame thing. Like I would be cool with all that. If Timmy Trump wants to come, it's just like being in the actual game against the Dodgers. I, I, you know, I'd almost rather. <laughs> I'd almost rather just like lose to the Dodgers than test this out because that yeah. is it is just the type of shit where you know. Life and sports. Okay, is this? This is Metallica. This is Mariano Rivera Day. Okay, Mariano Rivera Day. This is not a game, mind you, against the fucking you know Red Sox. This is it's not okay. That's what I mean, though. Mariano Rivera Day was just like a day to honor him. It wasn't like a game to honor him. That's 2013. That's his last season. So like, it was before. I think it was before the game. He and wasn't. So I, yeah, they got a whole fucking. They got a whole set. 
Yeah. <clears throat> it's not just one man with a trumpet. I think if there's a whole set out there, and they would be cutting to him like running out right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, these guys. Yeah, they were. He's also the greatest closer of all time with a handful of rings already at this point. Not yeah. some guy trying to. If win they wanted, they you know with Rivera, they could they could have done it like in in the middle of his prime, and he and it wouldn't have been, like in the World Series, he would have been fine. They could have played the infield for him. They're like Metallica is now our infield, and they're gonna play <laughs> Inner Sandman, and they're not gonna be we're not gonna work because he's just gonna break their bats every fucking pitch. I, I just. You know, sports and life is scripted, I've learned. And, um, you know, wouldn't this be the part where, you know, we got too big for our britches sort of thing? Like, oh, and the Mets, the Mets, like, decided. And especially, I, you know, we need a couple outings uh, this Rocky series where he just dusts motherfuckers. Because the last two have been, you know, old Diaz. I, I mean, I, I had to hide in the kitchen twice for Diaz. I haven't hid in the kitchen in months. That's that's actually a good that's point. How you know, and we we were talking about this like it's it's the Wilpon cancer cells in our body. They're yeah. telling us this yeah. is wrong, and this would feel wrong to basically any fan base to be like, "There's a way this could go wrong." Us Mets fans, we have been through this a million <laughs> times. No. Oh, we're gonna have Piazza th- or uh, Tom Seaver throw the ball right. to Piazza, and then it's a fucking funeral. However. This is the ultimate litmus test for yes. Uncle Stevie. The Uncle Stevie era changes everything because this can go completely wrong. It could go wrong for Diaz. It could go wrong for the Mets. It's that goddamn he's, – it's like Betts, Freddie fucking Freeman's in the middle of this Freddie shit. Freeman, Justin Turner, Mookie yeah. Betts, Dodgers, the, the Dodgers Wilpon thing, the Rotunda. Like there's just too much bad juju or, or just juju. And it could go good. It could go bad. It just feels unnecessary to me. And I know that like – I, I bet you Edwin Diaz doesn't know. And like, we, we're going to show up on Tuesday to be like, we're here to like do all this shit. And Diaz is going to be like, what the fuck? I didn't, I didn't know about any of this. This is some, you know, some PR quack cooked this up and they're all going to hate it. And uh, Buck's going to hate it. Buck is going <laughs> to, I don't know what the fuck these guys are doing, but I guess we're going to play the trumpets now. I'm not sure what that means. But it I guess it works if he's nowhere near the field. Like, he can't be on the field. He certainly can't be like in the bullpen with him. He's got to be like, I know they're probably going to stick him with like Mr. and Mrs. Met like in a different section of the stadium. Do you so think they just do it on the dugout though? Yes. Do you think they just do you think they just put him on the dugout like like mm, uh, that's a good call. Like where, where I the, mean, that's what I would do if I was going for like the entertainment value. But like why don't or maybe they should put him in the fucking like booth where you sing like you sing uh take back to the ball game. Yeah, no. they do for Wrigley. No, I want him. I want him on the mound. Yeah, <laughs> I want him in the fucking blacked out part by the apple, and all the lights in the stadium go off, and there's just a fucking spotlight right on. I mean, just listen going, now. Uh, yeah, sitting on the apple, let him raise it up. Yes, oh. yes, yes. <laughs> be fucking sick. Now I'm going. Now I'm going the other direction. Now, now let's do it. You black out the whole stadium, and you have you have Timmy trumpet on the apple. Maybe even Diaz on the apple too. And they come up together. <laughs> and then he, as he hits it, there's a slide, like in Milwaukee. And Diaz slides down the fucking apple, hits the, hits the outfield grass, and starts running in. Now, now if, he, if we're going to do it, let's go all the way. Yeah. And at this point, yeah, it's like there's no half measures. We have a guy playing another guy's entrance music for him. Or, and I'm, by the way, Timmy Trumpets, I want him in like an El Conquistador outfit, right? Oh, like, wait, wait, boy, here's the thing. T- Clem, tell everyone what we learned yesterday. Oh, yeah, this this fucked me up. And this actually kind of hurts the juju of the song in my mind. And if anything happens to Edwin Diaz, I'm blaming it on this fun fa- not fun fact. Timmy Trumpets is Australian. We're, we're, 
He's fucking, he's just an Australian dude. Did you guys know that? I 100% thought he was like Spanish. I thought he was like a Mexican, like luchador or some shit. No like, idea. Crazy, <laughs> right? The way he plays that fucking melody, it just sounds like, you know, it's it's from somewhere in South or Central America. And then he's just a, and listen, Australians, badass people. Yeah. Maybe my favorite now, people now, on the planet. Australia is, Australia is badass too, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, Australians don't fuck around either. So, like, that's not the worst thing in the world. But I thought there was like a, like a Puerto Rican or Hispanic like connection with Diaz. It's like, no, man, this is just a fucking good day, mate. And then the other half of this is Blaster Jacks, right? So it's Blaster Jacks and Timmy Trumpets. They're from the Netherlands. So it's what? Like, we're not even <laughs> close to where fucking Edwin oh, Diaz. No, wait, 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 no, 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 no. Because the Netherlands also, uh, they own a, they own an island. They, uh, cause like Andrew Jones and those guys, I think are Aruba. Are you talking Aruba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a little bit of something there, you know, they're not over in fucking, they're not wearing the the Dutch clogs or whatever. You're, you're, you're getting a little, everyone's getting a little colonialism history lesson here. We got to believe this morning that we're trying to talk ourselves into our closers fucking song. Now, listen, are you cool if Timmy Trumpet walks with him to the mound? Cause at this point, I don't don't know. I don't even like the cameraman walking with him now. I think it's all overdone already. Yeah. And not only because of the bad juju, I I just think we're killing this. I think it's an awesome thing that we should have just kind of left alone unless we do the apple and the light. How about this? How about this? He comes up out of the apple and a, and a spotlight hits him and he plays the trumpet and then a second spotlight hits and it's Diaz already on the mound and he's just there and he's just ready to fucking throw. <laughs> Undertaker style like he comes yeah, and, then, and then we and then and then he throws the ball and a third spotlight appears at the at the plate as the ball hits the catcher's glove. And then <laughs> and the whole thing lights up and everybody goes nuts. And he has Armando Benitez's severed head in his hands and he spikes <laughs> it on the ground. And he, goes, and he spikes it Turk Wendell style. Yeah, let's go. Who would the Dodgers be thinking was all <laughs> That's what I mean like but the, but the Dodgers are a team that already will probably beat us and doesn't need any more motivation and will be like fuck this shit you know what i mean like like i don't think they'd have any ill will towards it like they all probably like ds and shit but when the opposing team does shit like this you're sitting in the dugout licking your chops going we're about to hang three on this guy right now fuck you you know yeah they're gonna be hyped up for this as if it's i mean it's already kind of a you know, I'm sure the Dodgers are like for the hundredth year in a row. They're like, all right, we're back in the playoffs. Who's the team we're be, you know battling this year? We've been on their radar probably all season, and now we are putting the biggest fucking bullseye on our fucking superstar closers fucking forehead. So that is concerning. And then it's just like now batting Joey Gallo. <laughs> then you just <laughs> play baseball for three outs, right? It's it's preposterous. Right. But this is everything we want for Uncle Stevie. At this point, if you're gonna do it, do it big, and you live and die with the results, however it may be. Again, remember we were like how brokenhearted we were when we found out uncle Steve was going to have the opening day gala. It was going to be some great Gatsby shit. Then it all fell apart because the deal fell apart at this point. This is what just normalcy is going to be like as a Mets fan embrace it because it's, this comes with the winning buck is going, like you said, buck's going to hate it. There's going to be a little part of buck that likes it though. He's kind well, of a fun yeah. dude. You know, well, if buck we win the type of guy, he's going to be like, I, I don't understand it. I don't need it, but you know, uh, you know, the kids love it. And so, uh, you know, we're going to do it. <laughs> like, I, he, you know, he, he would allow it, you know, he does play that trumpet pretty well. I played yeah. a little clarinet back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> I can hit that note, you know. I can. I, can, I probably could play in a little accompaniment with him, you know. It's fine. <laughs> I was gonna tell you. You know what? I guess what the Dodgers' magic number is as of right now. God, and on August 25th, by the way, yeah, uh, with with like a team that everyone calls <laughs> a World Series contender in the with the Padres in the division. Um, like. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. 
for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. 20? 19. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's just fucking silly. Um, so listen, if you guys want to go and experience, uh, are we, do we, you kind of alluded, Kevin. Are we, are we telling? Yeah. People, yeah. 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 So we, out of the blue, the, we got to believe podcast has been getting a little bit of shot, a little bit of sunshine on it, which thanks to everyone listening, get your cores light, subscribe, tell your friends to subscribe. This is our 50th episode on podcast 72. If you include the pre and post game stuff, because this team has given us so much memory. So shout out to all you guys. We've made a little bit of rumblings in the industry. It seems like we got Danny Bogle back asked to come on when he was the biggest name in the sport. And then out of the goddamn blue, Timmy Trumpets, uh, one of his representatives from his record label, is like, listen, Timmy's uh, coming into to New York uh, next week to potentially play an Edwin Diaz from the bullpen, which is a fucking sentence I never thought I'd read. And they're like, we'd love to have, you know, the Barstool guys out and, you know, film some stuff with him and Edwin. And we're like, uh, okay. So uh, get your Edwin Diaz shirts, first and foremost. Yep. We so got the new ones. We got the old ones that say Edwin. We've also got the new ones with uh, the Trumpets. So got you covered there. Yep. And and yeah, then- I, I don't know what we're going to do exactly. Um I'm sure Edwin doesn't know any of this and doesn't want to do any of this. So I would love to just pop in, like take a picture, get some behind the scenes footage with him real quick, then leave him alone. I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to like mess with anything up. I want to just like enemy trumpets, but there. Uh, behind the scenes a little bit maybe we'll get involved maybe we'll be part of the fucking uh, entrance who knows <laughs> it's like no- imagine we all run in surrounding diaz like like uh like um the north korean guys do around uh kim jong-il like they run with him <laughs> that would be great so we'll try to make it preposterous but we're also trying not to fuck up the juju again if, if it was up to KFC, and I, I don't know if we would have said to do this or, again, do it against the Rockies. When they yeah, got announced Timmy right. Trumpet was coming in, I right. thought it was against the Rockies. I'm like, oh, they should have brought him in for the Dodgers series. The whole time I was like, yes, thank God it's not the fucking Dodgers. But whatever. It is what it is. So it'll be on the other thing, the X Factor and all this. The other side in all this is one of those starts is going to be a Jake start. So it's like you could fuck a Jake start up too. There's a lot of ways it can go wrong. However... Uncle Stevie doesn't lose. So if this goes right, it is going to be one of the most epic fucking moments I know, in I the know. history really, of the really sport. It really has so much potential. So that is the other side of it. It could be very cool. Um, I just don't want to be a part of anything that's like, get the fuck out of here, you idiots. Yeah. You, you know? And I can't well, lie. I'll, I'm I'm I'll go in and I'll talk to, to Nito. He's our boy. We can talk to him. That's it. Everyone else is doing <laughs> your thing. And we're gonna, I'm going to sit him down. And I'm going to say, bro, I love you. You're an incredible bunter. You, uh, I'm so happy to see you behind the plate other than, uh, than some other options out there, but you are the slowest goddamn motherfucker on the planet earth. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it's, a, I, I, I saw, I think there's a chance Meek. I think we could set this up. I think we could have a race you against Nito. You want to do it? I would absolutely beat him in a race. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I think, I think not, in, not mid season, but, but, yeah. but Nito, like he's cool. And like, he gets down with this shit. I think that we could set up a, a race. It would be interesting to see. Are you like a runner? Are you like you have like a running history? Not that much of a history, but I can know I can run faster than anybody. Why? I don't know. Oh, this, be interesting. I, this is like I'm always 
I say things like you're the slowest man alive. I know for a fact he would dust me. Any athlete, professional athlete would dust me. I don't know. I don't know how fast you are, Meek. I think this is one of those things where like when Scalabrini went out on the court and was like, anybody want to challenge me? And he just smoked everybody who stepped to him. I think, I think he's probably faster than you give him credit for. He's for sure the slowest like in major league history, but we're still talking about professional athletes here. I would never, I'm not going to say that, but I think, I think we could set this up and I think he would rock your shit, Phil. I forgot who it was. There's like Pujols or somebody was just getting (laughs) shit on in the middle of his career about how slow he is by a journalist. And he invited him down to the field and beat him by like 20 yards. And he was like, now you can shut the fuck up. Yeah, because (laughs) you, you forget. You because you don't really see regular people run a lot, right? Like if you do, you see someone maybe like sprints across the street in traffic, like really, really short. It's like when you watch like Darren Ravel run the forty and Rich Eisen run the forty, and you realize that like normal the NARPs of the world, our bodies like don't move right. You know, like our arms are flailing, our legs are kind of crooked. So like even being slow, I think he would still smoke you but i think i think we need to test it out so maybe, have a photo finish. i don't yeah, care I, that would be that would be amazing like both of you guys like leaning like leaning through the finish line uh we'll see if we can set that up but man is it tough sometimes and then vogelback i know that he he uh i know his hammy was hurting him but when they when the camera moved to first base on the double play and he was like not even on the screen i was like oh my god i was like come on come on beat it out beat it out you're not even close, Daniel. Not even close. We got some of the slowest fucking guys out there. And once, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on, on me. Joey Cora, he's got to stop. He got, yeah, this, this is what I'm saying. Normal people, they look fucking goofy. You know, yeah, we got the KFC combine video going on for the people not uh, for the people sitting on podcast. On like a fucking loser. These guys showed up wearing fucking full uniforms and shit. I was just like, I don't know. I thought we were just running around the field. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love, I smile is incredible. McShay is so funny. So funny. Just like, yeah, yeah whatever, man. Uh, but yo, we got to stop sending people that like that. Honestly, that it's, it's not a joke anymore. Like that. I think we would have with Lindor and Pete coming up. I think we would have taken the lead in that game. It, he's doing it in the middle of like big rallies with big bats coming up next. I, I hear it, and I'm I'm with uh, at Yankee Stadium. It, it Yankee You're Stadium standing in Yankee and, Stadium, the right field, and Citizens Bank. We were at two right. fucking little yeah. league parks the last two series. I like that he does it every other time. We knew this going into the season, and I know they got hit early in the season. But I like making other teams make plays since but baseball. No. no, they're not though. We've gotten we've we've I think we've won a lot of games because we've pressed the limit and gotten that extra run because we've yeah. we've we've pushed them to the limit or they make an error. But I, I do think you know there is a limit. It's like all right, we're in Yankee Stadium. Don't fucking do that. Even if Judge isn't in right field today, I think I like being the team that puts the pedal to the metal because that's what we do all season. We take the extra base. We we make yeah. the other teams play because teams are not used to playing defense anymore because everyone just shifts and then it's either a home run or a strikeout. So I like I, putting I it in the other team's court. I agree, but I also don't think there needs to be a blanket approach. Like it's got to be, it's got to be case by case. And I was you know, giving him the benefit of the doubt for Beatty because he's new to the club, so maybe he thought he was faster, and then he was like, "Holy shit!" Like, <laughs> he looks like, like he should be fresh legs. Yeah, he looks like he should be young and athletic, and he's yeah. just not. But he's but Sean know. White, by the way. He's Sean, a young oh, Sean. Oh yeah, White. he's yes. like a doppelganger. Tomato, no doubt, flying tomato. I mean that that hair. I mean he should be playing hockey or, or on a skateboard for sure. I just think. My rule would be in certain stadiums, 
against certain people, like if someone's known to have a hose, or if your big bats are up next. You're doing yeah. that with, mm-hmm. with Nito and, and McCann or McCann up next or something, fine. But Francisco Lindor and Pete Alonso are back up after we were putting the pressure on. He's thrown a lot of pitches. The bases would be loaded or first and third or whatever it was. Like, Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Come on. There has to be a stat out there where it's like, what's more likely? James McCann will knock in uh, Daniel Vogel back from third with two outs, or the catcher will drop the ball out of fear of Daniel Vogel back running at him. I'm sure the numbers say that is by far <laughs> a much more likely scenario. And the Nito, so the Nito uh, play you talked about at the bar, everyone in the bar was like, what? The, like everyone was like, all right, like we thought it was a good thing that he was, he, I think he started running backwards at some point. I don't know what the fuck happened. And then Vogelback, Vogelback has just a hamstring injury. I think yeah. you should give him, you know, we just had a day. I give him another day if he can with Darren Ruff. Like Darren Ruff doesn't need to just face lefties. He can face righty pitching too. It's not like we're dealing with Escobar. So that, that pissed me off. But uh, again, this is the team we have. We love them there. Uh, and talk about base running. The real all right, two things. One, Brett Beatty, I don't know why the fuck he didn't tag there. That was just a ridiculous thing. It didn't really matter oh, in the end, yeah. but yeah. It, it is what it is. Pete, the base running was a goddamn disaster. McNeil kind of got him off the hook, as did Glaber. And then the defensive, he drops the ball. We've seen this a million times. We kind of almost did it back to the Yankees when they had the miscue, and then we started rallying. Um, but the two things that I fear most about October with our big boys is Pete making a base running blunder, or doing that thing where he goes for the ball he shouldn't go for, or just you yeah. know something. His def- his defense is better than I thought it would ever would be, but it's also there are a couple heart attack moments, and as we know in October, like, the ball always finds you. Yeah, I mean baseball. Yeah, baseball will always find you. That's for sure. He's good enough that it's not a problem, but he'll never like if you need to make the play. That that's gonna be the issue. I I I, I kind of I gotta go back and I guess see where Marte was playing like. How did Pete's lumbering ass going backwards like that get out there before Marte could get to that ball, by the way? That that was weird to me because I, I I don't even think he should have been like around to, to even make that play if Marte just gets there quick enough. But, yeah, I mean, the – I don't know. I, I, I mean, the, the, also – They said McNeil was like on the other side of second base. So I think everybody was shifted. Shifted over. Yeah. Okay. And, and that might be the case. Um, but, I mean, also, you know, Pete, when – I said it on Twitter – a big man's nightmare is a ball in the gap when you're on first. Like you, as soon as that's hit, he's like, "Fuck!" And it's just you know, first to third is never going to be a graceful, a graceful event for uh, first to home is never going to be a, a graceful event for Pete Alonso. So, yeah, I mean that if that happens in the playoffs, like I say, throw up the stop sign. If if a ball like that gets hit in the playoffs, I you know we're probably it's probably going to drop for a hit. Like it's it, you know you just don't have. Uh, you don't have Keith Hernandez out there, that's for certain. And I, I mean, eventually he's just got to be a DH, right? Like that's he's gonna that light's gonna go off eventually uh, in his brain at some point in his career, right? But right now he's playing first, and it's, it just is it, it is what it is. I think he's kind of stopped the like going for balls that are clearly the second basements. I haven't seen him. It might just be by chance that like the ball hasn't been 
quite hit like that. But I feel like I haven't seen that in a little while. So at least we got that going for us. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Phil, you haven't seen Phil is like, I always haven't just noticed it. If Phil much. doesn't see it, we're fine. <laughs> I, I think that's more like by chance than anything. Like he'll, he'll always still go for it. He's like a puppy dog. You know, but it is, it is not great. But you know, at the same time, he still had two hits yesterday and like, or two for know, two that. since he broke his bat. That bat right. was all the fucking problems. I, I know that breaking the bat is like the ultimate hardo move, but I, oh, I, I always, cool. It will always be like a badass move to me. I, I think that he needed the day off while also still hitting well, which is why, Clem, we've got the Tap the Rockies parlay. This is it right here. We went all in on this one. The Rockies stink, okay? They fucking suck. And Jake DeGrom is on the mound to open up this series. If the Mets are the real deal, they will sweep this team. It's like we said a couple times. We're like, we need to handle our business every time. They basically did. And this time, it's another it's another opportunity to show that, like, when we play the bad teams, we absolutely butt-fuck them. And with DeGrom on the mound, after an off day, we're going DeGrom over strikeouts. We're going McNeil hit. We're going Lindor hit. We're going Alonzo home run. And Mets over for the runs. And Mets minus one and a half. And we're not going money line. We're doing the one and a half. One and a half. So, and that means we're all going to ride on this together. The the, the odds are going to be astronomical. It's going to be like like plus 2,000. We're going to all make a boatload of money and watch ourselves a beautiful beatdown tonight. Or we're going to have a one nothing Jake fiasco. (laughs) And it'll be the lowest moment of the year. And we all lose our money. And we all have a rock bottom moment from which we can only go up. It's one or the other, and, uh, and, and it's time to put your money where your mouth is and ride with us. I don't, think the, I don't think the parlay's out quite yet, but once it is, we'll tweet it out. Yeah, Jack's working on it right now. Uh, the fact that you, you came up with this on your own, because I was thinking the same thing. When Buck moved Jake to um, Thursday, and he had the off day, I said, Buck probably – and whenever Buck does anything, I'm like, he has his reasons for it more than just the surface level. And he's probably like, these guys are going to be shot after the Philly series, especially the way it ended. Two games in the Bronx, which, like we said at the bar, when Pete walked in the building, you just tell he looked gassed right? you yeah. know, during that game oh. one. So it's like he's going to say, listen, boys, the guys are going to go out. They'll give me what they can in the Bronx right now. Day off, Jake on the bump. You guys have to score one run today, and everyone's going to be loose. Everyone's going to be a little fresher, all this stuff. You have the Rockies coming in. And I was like, I think the Mets are just going to go crazy tonight. And the fact you put that whole goddamn bet together, Kevin Clancy, getting into the book, <laughs> no, and I was right there lockstep with you. I, the only thing that could make me love this more is if Aunt Mary's like, she's talking Sagittarius. Now, I don't even know what a Sagittarius is, but she's saying it's Sag season. It's Sag season, Let's baby. Let's go, Sag season, baby. It's rock and roll. <laughs> I, I, I just think, like, if there was ever a time to do a parlay like this, it would be now. I think they're going to beat the fuck out of them. And and if they don't, like, I mean, you know, the other side of the coin, I, I got Mets fans being like, this is this is classic Mets. Like, this is when we, we're, we're playing some guy who's got a six ERA, who just has a little shadow of a picture, doesn't even have a picture on ESPN. And, uh, you know, we can't figure him out for eight innings. And, you know, that happens too, but not usually with this team. So I think if there's ever a time to break out, it would be right now. And so, fuck it. Let's go. Put our money where our mouth is. I want to say, it's like, we keep on forgetting. It's like, Pete and Lindor have played in every game this season, but one. And we're, like, in 130 games in. I mean, that's another thing. Like, uh, you know, the the Lindorics are all but dead. But that consistency, man, you can't buy that at Wawa, dude. There's a lot of teams that don't get that from their superstars. (laughs) and And the fact that they're always out there like that, they needed that day off. They got it. And also, like, they needed the day off while not, like, 
it's not like they were over a million. Like they needed a day off because they were tired, but they were still producing. So that's why I said, this is the time. Like everybody's still hitting well while on a little bit of a skid kind of like we lost a couple games day off, open the floodgates. I've never seen, I don't think I've ever seen this before. The Mets are like minus 450 or something. When I opened up the ESPN box score, the, the game predictor had the Mets 90-10. I've never seen that. Wow. Like, this, this is baseball baseball is just not like that. It's not a uh, – it's more of a coin flip sport. I don't get why, why it's – I mean, I guess it's just Jake versus an awful Rockies team late in August. In all Holy the shit, you are Morsel Sportsbook or minus 420. Yeah, yeah. 420, man. I mean, that's – and I, I, I mean, I guess other than Chris Bryan, I can't even name anybody else on the Rockies anymore. So, like – I, I'm sure he's just going to strike these clowns out left and right, but it's just, I don't know. I would baseballs. That's why we, we I'm, 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 I'm unloading the clip on this one. Cause if there was ever a day, it's, it's, it's going to be one of the other man, one or the other. I flat yeah. out forgot Chris Bryant was on the Rockies hand up and he's on the IL right now. So we won't be facing him this series. we got CJ Crone. That's our boy Rico's guy. Oh, right. CJ Crone. Yeah. 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 Uh, Charlie Blackman. Right. I feel like he's probably slipped a little since he, you know, back in the day when he was making the all-star at 270. Their offense on the road is far worse. Right. Yeah, right, right. They are not very good. I'll look at the away splits here and just see which guy looks like a major leaguer. Jose Iglesias looks like he's pretty decent. Other than that, everyone else. Uh, yeah. I mean, to me, it's, uh, if you're for guys, you probably go to work today like licking your chops. Like it's, we're done with the subway series. Like you said, we're a little bit, we're pretty much done with the gauntlet. Like we made it through. Like let's just go to the park, whack the ball around, have some fun, and hang a 12 spot on these motherfuckers. And so, they need to win because I yeah. sent it to you guys. The last 12 Mets losses have been 12 Braves wins. The fucking odds of that happening. I know. I know. Like that's wild. It's crazy. Yeah, it really, it, it's. Like it's, it's not crazy. sustainable. That's what you, all, all I can but, say. Is it, it can't, you know, it cannot, it is, it bro, it is. It is. We're 130 games in. Crazy. It's all. It's. It's been. Both teams have sustained their their respective things. The Mets continue to just like chip and bloop and dunk and 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 you know they're lucky. New shirts on sale. Lucky shirts. Uh, and the and the Braves just continue to win like at every opportunity. I think it's ama- amazing the Mets still have the lead. I think it's a testament to just how good they've been. Um. Uh, you know, if, if it continues like this, they they will eventually mathematically have to catch us. But um, they just they just don't lose to anybody but us and the Phillies a little bit. So we got to hope for one that. actual cold stretch in the last like three months, and it was at that five game San City Field. That's right. that's your only cold stretch. Yeah, and and like so be it, man. I think that we're gonna be like playoff ready because we've been getting chased or caught or whatever it ends up being like the whole time. And uh, like, it is what it is. I'd love that first round by, but if, if they just every time that there's an opportunity, they take it and they just continually play like the pirates and the nationals and all these teams, the Marlins every fucking day, and they never play a good team or when they do, they never have to see like that, that team's best hitter or pitcher or whatever. You know, That's why, like, they're playing the Cardinals. They have to go against uh, Montgomery, who's been scorching hot since the Yankees traded him. So it's like it's coming up to the fact of like you need to fucking obliterate the Rockies while they're playing the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it, need, it should be like a four game sweep. Like it's four games, right? Yeah. yeah. And, it, and, if, and if you don't think Buck is telling them the same things, like those dickheads down in Atlanta are winning, we have to go out and take care of our business here, especially when the Braves are in St. Louis. Because, again, who do the Braves play after St. Louis? These fucking dickhead Rockies. And then they play the Marlins. Then they play the A's. But then it goes Seattle, San Fran, 
Philly, Washington, But even like Philly. San Fran, you know, San Fran's not what it was anymore. Like in, in the beginning of the year, we looked at these schedules and there were some teams that were very different than we thought. Uh, I, I mean, the Mets have, the, I think, the third easiest schedule after after this. And then no, the Braves. The, it's the easiest after the Dodgers. The easiest after the Dodgers. And I think the Braves are like the third or fourth or something. So it's like that. But that's that's basically like we both have fucking easy ass schedules. So you just got to keep winning. You just yeah. like you just have to. I, I can't. I actually can't believe. I guess when the Braves have gone on their 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 little like their mini slides, I've just kind of like relaxed and haven't thought hard about it. But like to me, I'm like I can't believe they haven't caught us yet because every time I turn around, they've won every single time. Which and and that has to mean on some level they don't they won't admit it because they're just fucking dumb hillbillies. But there's got to be Atlanta fans down there thinking the same thing about the Mets because every, every time they win, they turn around, they're still not in the fucking lead. So I, I don't know. It, it's it's got to be both ways for both teams if the Mets are still ahead in the division. But I can't believe it because the Braves win every single night. They have this crazy – they have like the, the confidence of a World Series champion, but they have this like irrational confidence like – they win World Series every year. It's like, all the time. One. Yeah. You had a good, your, your guys got out the right time. God bless. You got one without yeah. a Kunga too. You got to tip your hat to that. But it's like, you have to think for the, the rational fans, which some do exist, I believe. The way they lost to the Astros on Sunday and then the way we came back into the Phillies, they must have been like, motherfucker. Right. That was right. a huge swing. That's a full game right there that just yeah. turned. So, again, I, I don't listen. I don't watch the Braves. I don't score, but watch. Everyone who does, that's fine. That's your prerogative. Frank is at the point now where he just complains about the Braves winning because he can't complain about the Mets losing. Right. So I almost tip my cap. It's like you found – yeah, yeah, and people are like, Clem, this is negative. It's like, yo, man, it's a gray area. I can't just tell a guy not to tweet. Let him just do his yeah, thing. He's a grown man. Yeah, he's yeah. a grown man. Um, but – what you do is we go home, we take care of business, and all the Mets fans go out to the game. How are you going to get to the game? You're going to get your tickets on Game Time. What is Game Time? It is a ticketing app that makes it easier than ever to score last minute deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Again, you get your concerts and shows, but you go to the Mets game as well. They guarantee the lowest price as the exclusive, 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 exclusive ticketing app for Barstool. They crack the code on how to score deals on last minute tickets. You get that stew finer seat without paying the stew finer price. And how do you do it? You download the game time app at um bar we have it on the thing right barstool.link slash game time app and redeem code believe for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply we went through the we went through with everyone here which seats they like sitting in my personal favorite section i like sitting third base side back in the day when i was working at espn that was like the corporate seats and just sitting like kind of right in the middle nestled between like right basically right behind third and just getting that whole view of the ballpark you get a good view of the um of the Jumbotrons as well. So that's my personal one. So get them at game time. Again, go for the Rockies if you want to win. Go for the Dodgers if you want to see Timmy Trumpets play out Edwin Diaz potentially, as well as Jacob DeGrom. We're going to get Scherzer for the Rockies here. You're getting DeGrom. So get your tickets for a lower price and you would get them by going to game time. Again, uh, barstool.link slash game time app. Redeem code believe for $20 off your first purchase. Um... So, yeah, I mean, and we have the tap the Rockies thing. Oh, we also have – we're also going to be giving away some tickets to Saturday's game. We have – how We've got 75 fucking tickets. <laughs> yeah, Coors Light hooked it up. Giveaway ever. We're giving away like half a section. Coors Light hooked us the fuck up, and everyone who was basically at the watch party that I could, you know, get in touch with at the time, I just started giving away tickets there. I apologize for anyone that was there that didn't get them, but uh, we're going to, you know – the, the Coors Light people have been super awesome. So we're going to give some stuff. What's the deal? Re- screenshot, tweet it at the We Gotta Believe hashtag WGBTIX. And we're going to give away. It's, it's Old Timers Day on Saturday. We have uh, 
I don't know who's pitching on Saturday. Has that been announced yet? I think Saturday's unknown. Is Saturday I'm gonna take, unknown? I'm going to guess it's going to be Peterson. So. Peterson. And, again, you're seeing all the old-timers, pretty much everyone except for David Wright, which I'm going to start worrying about David Wright's relationship with the franchise oh, yeah. in, like, a year. If it's, Another if this year. Is still the yeah, case. yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Cohen a year to, like – like he's, you know, he's got to make his own relationship with the new ownership. But I think right now, David Wright looks at orange and blue and looks at City Field and, and pukes. I think he fucking hates it. Wow, I do, I do. Well, I, I think, I think, or, or it's just like, a, it's just bad memories of like what could have been and what never was and all that shit. Because I mean, he just has like no nothing with them. How, oh, I, I absolutely hate baseball if I were him. Yeah. And the, yeah. I mean the way the Wilpons fucked him, the stadium, the concussion, the fucking the stenosis, like all of it is just like ugh. right down to the final at bat where he fouls out, and then they still take him out of the game. I'm like, just let the guy play. I mean, I'm sure that was the plan, but at the same time, it's like there's no way that's how he wants to end his career, and you're just gonna pull him. And then it became Jose Reyes' day. It was so weird. That was brutal. I, I choose, I choose to just remember that home run in the in the World Series. That's the captain. <laughs> That was the one. But other than that, man, oh. I saw that home run recently. It was on the timeline for some reason. And I'm like, oh, man, that was so magical. And then I looked at the screen and it had his, like, it still had his box. And David Wright, 182. And I was like, oh, yeah, he was batting 182. That's like the, the home run and then the watching Nationals, like, fist pump after they scored the run. Yeah. That's how I choose to remember my David late yes. career David Wright at that yes. point. So get out to the stadium. It's going to – I mean, I, it's the first old-timers day. If the Keith – retirement ceremony is any indication they're going to absolutely nail it again the best social media team even them they had the thing where it's like check out tonight's game at the only stadium where people drink use hot dogs as straws like the Mets social team is even getting like markedly yeah. better just like the team so i'm, I'm like and, and how he always runs the those ceremonies and he's the fucking goat yes. so the the voice of of like the Mets conscience right there, Howie Rose. And I wanted just to hammer this stat home because I saw it going viral the other day, and I don't think people realized it because we were in the thick of it. The Mets completed just this was Tony Metro. The Mets just completed a stretch of twenty seven games in twenty six days and went eighteen and nine. Holy eighteen shit. and nine. 18 of those games were against teams above five hundred, including their rivals in the Braves, the Phillies, and the Yankees. The wow, it's not over, Mets fans. Dude, and- that's crazy. And and I know I think people were getting down about like a four and six road trip against three like good, or, or play, yeah, three playoff teams. Like that's that's kind of how it's supposed to go. Like, unless you're I, I you know, we just got so spoiled somehow. I don't I don't know what it is. There's something about social media, about the way the team gets covered. How many people are now on Twitter? Whatever it is, something changed in the last few years where every night, and it's not just Mets fans. We learned it's with Braves fans. We learned it's with other Yankee fans too. Like every game seems to be like death, life or death. It's it's a it's a horrible way to live. I hate it. It's like every single night is nerve wracking. But uh, but like that's you know four and six against three playoff teams on the road. Is kind of what you're, like you you expect, and anything better than that is like you're a really fucking good team. Go 500 on the road, feast at home, and that's kind of how you win. And then let alone on the road against playoff teams. And I don't want to harp on this kind of shit, but those first two Braves losses were both when our starters got hurt, and we were just throwing a bunch of triple A arms out there. So if that happens, we're gonna be fucked. If that happens in the playoffs, we're gonna be fucked. But if everyone can stay healthy, like I'm gonna take my chance with my guys. I'm more worried about the health of this team than anything else. I'm more worried about that than the Dodgers, the Braves. Anybody else? Yep. Let our guys go out there and do this stuff. It's adding up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it's starting. It's starting to snowball a little. Where it's like 
a tweak here and a tweak there because baseball, that's why, you know, 162 is, is so fucking stupidly long, but it does like always weed out the, you know, the guys who can last the longest and, and the most talented and who doesn't get tired and wear and tear and shit. Cause you know, people slip a disc and they pull a hammy and then, and then, then next thing you know, you're missing like three or four guys and two starters. It's like, what the fuck happened? And that's the most ability is availability. Look at yep. the Yankees' downfall. Stanton goes out. They they lose a couple guys here and there. Ticky tack shit. And then next right. thing you know, huh? Right. It, it ain't so easy games when the starters aren't there. Who thought? Right. It ain't so easy when you ha- you know you're missing. And, and the Mets. I mean, that's why I, I think the Mets. Mets have been so good that they made people forget about like every injury they went through and every everything because they just kept on going. They don't get enough credit at all for that. We have 79 wins right now. This is about where people would have us finishing after DeGrom went down. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 Right. Right. There's not a lot of people on that 96 er train. I, I don't, I didn't run the numbers with our boy Westy, but I, there's this bandwagon wasn't too full back in the day. I bet it wasn't, man. And I bet it was not. It's what, 17 away from, from coming into the station? And that's, do you, do you think that the, um, you think that there's more in the 96ers than the 128? Hmm, that's a good question. The original 128, not the everyone who got the different color. I'd First. say no. I'd say we have more than 128 uh, bets out there, just because it was it's, it was such a fucking good bet. You get a free T-shirt for 25 dollar yeah. bet. You're paying right. for the T-shirt on itself in terms of the yellow right. gym. By the way, I'm saying right now, I think next year is going to have to be the 106ers. I don't think we're going to be able to get away with 96. I don't think like Penn's going to be like, are you fucking serious, bro? Yeah. 96 wins the Mets. They're better. Is one whatever we're going to win this year, and this is the best thing I think about our schedule in September is that after the Dodgers series, you can then be like, all right, let's give Pete a blow here. We can throw yeah. rough at first. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to do that against the A's and the Nationals or whoever the hell we have to play. Famous have- famous last words as a Mets fan, though. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm so blind. I'm in the Church of Coentology. I believe in my Lord and Savior. So it's like trying to tell, talking about me anything else is like telling so you know a hardcore Catholic that Jesus was never born. Who, who, who knows? What if, like, what if the key is that every night Buck goes in there and is like, we're in the fucking gauntlet, boys. The Braves are on our heels. And like, and like getting juiced up and jacked up is what is what their secret sauce is. Mm. And then they play like bums when the when the other bums come around. I don't I just I just want it to be October, which is that's also famous last words because playoff games, if God willing, they will kill me. They oh. will fucking kill me, dude. And that's going to be where this podcast, where our our metal is really borne out is when we're in the gambling cave with Frank the Tank. You know Portnoy is going to be making his visits from his fucking Uh, fantasy land whenever he has a chance to. Um, It's going to be football season two, so we'll probably have a whole gang. And I, I went through the list. So it's me. It's your boy KFC. It's Kyle. It's Meek. It's Frank. It's Rico Bosco. It's Glennie Balls. It's too far. Oh my God, it's too finer. It's Clemmer. And Clemmer can, can Clemmer, hit. Fucking, he's a freaking crazy person. He was freaking out during anytime a, a catcher, when Nita was bunting, I thought we were going to lose Clemmer. Oh, I thought he was going to straight he up. He's like, not a small ball guy. Yeah. No. Like, he's hitting no, like he's not. Nothing. Have, what are you talking about? You know when Roger Rabbit drinks alcohol and he just starts, he becomes like a rocket ship? That's yeah. what Clemmer looks like when the Mets bunt. So that's who we're going to be dealing with in the uh, game. I'm saying this now. I know people want to see it. If we make the playoffs, Early series, I'll watch with Frank. If he's doing his whole routine and the Mets make it to this, the NLCS or the World Series, I'm not watching with him. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You, I'm not doing it. You at least you do, have, you do. You have the years. You have you have the equity at least too. You could just be like, 
All right, then fire me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, right. Then it's like, it's me or him. Like, whatever. You want to fire me? Fine. I am not letting Frank the Tank ruin an NLCS potential World Series run with his bullshit. Shall I take your order or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Uh, for, for, the, for, the, for the fans at home, for like 10,000 fans watching on the stream, I'm not doing it. The, the very funny thing, by the way, subscribe to the stream because stream, I am pushing for us to be able to put the stream on We Gotta Believe since we built this fucking thing. Ooh, we, our numbers are, are crushing right now. Pavs just gave us a breakdown before we started everything off. But the, the, the X factor in all this is Frank did uh, get playoff tickets. He dropped like three bells on playoff tickets for the strip for the rest of the season. So, and the thing about Frank, he'll just go to a game. Like, remember like that one day, Portnoy was like, Frank's at the game. And they're like, where's Frank? He's like, oh, he's at the Mets game. It's a day game. He's like, all right. Like, <laughs> Frank, there's one person that's impervious to Portnoy's fucking, you know, orders. And it's Frank the Dent because he just right. is in his own world. So he's like, yeah, Clem, I got playoff tickets. So hopefully Frank gets to more games than not during the playoffs. And that, at that the very least, it just like- together. That clip of him when uh, we were playing the Padres where he's just sitting there going. <laughs> I don't so care. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> he is the worst. So we're all in this together. Mets fans, Mets listeners, everyone on the podcast. Was he DMing, was he DMing you guys during the, uh, the the Phillies game, the Phillies comeback? Oh, every game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every game. Uh, I said, you know, shout out the wrongest man in, in, in the world right now because he, he said they were going to lose to uh, – well, he said we were going to lose to the Braves during the max start and that they were going to get swept by the Phillies. Mets won three and four against the Phillies. With the Yankee series, I couldn't even say anything. He hates – he's, like, just gone on James McCant is his thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah Frank, we all fucking we all hate know, James dude. McCant. You're not by, and by the way, like, I don't, are you uh, – I feel like we're at the point where, like, he, he can't play, like – is he still just going to be our starting catcher when healthy? Like, I, I think it's just got to be Nito, no? He's so bad. And he just constantly gets called for catcher interference. <laughs> it's insane. It's, it, that's, that's a call that I saw, like, once in the first 35 years of my life. And now I see it, like, every other week with James McCann. He's so bad. He's not a, He's not even good behind the plate anymore. It's, it's like you can't keep playing him, can you? I don't, I don't, I don't know if you can. Honestly, at this point, I feel like Perez might be passing. Perez got off. Perez got a hit over the weekend. The McKenna has all year. Yeah, Yeah. for real. I mean, it's like, and Nito, like, you know, we obviously McCann's never pitching, uh, catching Max ever again. That's fucking clear. Uh, So Nito, like guys like Nito, we know that he guns dudes out from his knees. We know that he can bunt. He has actually had. He's batting like one twenty, but he has had like a couple clutch hits. I'd rather him out there any day. I, I, and I, I think the Mets know that. And it's like, it's not like a play the money situation. It's not even that much money. Well, all right. Who would you want to catch the rest of the season? You have to choose one. Nito. Like, no, 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 no. Oh, oh okay. I was going to say. James McCann or Brian McCann. Brian McCann right now. I imagine he's not in game shape right now. He is currently... <laughs> Uh, 38 years old, and he's also oh. has that brave stink on him right now. His I last, mean, his last, his last season, his last season was 2019 with the Braves. 
He played 85 games. He did bat 249, which is a dream. I mean, and to get a catcher batting 250, I would suck a dick, dude. That is like <laughs> a, amazing for behind the plate with the Mets. And McCann, McCann is like never going to hit a home run ever again. He hit that one a couple weeks ago, and I was like, that's it. That's his last home run ever. And that is Brian McCann. Three what? home runs for a catcher, and one of them now plays for the Giants. <laughs> I mean, that is totally insane. And we didn't go get a catcher who was on the market. It's nuts. It's totally nuts. Okay, and this is the other thing, though. If you sign Brian McCann, you have to, like, read all his tweets about all these guys backflipping is bad for the sport. You have to read the Hardo McCann shit. So that's kind of the other thing. But I think I'd probably still take him over. I I absolutely would. I'll I'll, I'll yell about backflips, and we'll deal with him, like, being uh, dying of old age. It's Anything is better than James McCann. It's it's crazy. It, I, I can't believe White Sox fans. I can't believe you motherfuckers. He's yeah. like when Yachty Molina came up and couldn't hit a lick, and Tony Larusso was like, I don't give a shit. Like, you're yeah, the don't best worry. defensive catcher I've ever, ever. seen. You're just yeah. going to continue to play, and it's worth the hole. This right. guy, you got two generational aces going, what the fuck are you doing, man? Right. I have to shake you off six times. I only throw four pitches. So try to figure it out. Can yeah. you? Uh, by the way, I, I saw Hubs being like, if Garrett Cole said this about one of his catchers, like oh, the world would flip out. I, I mean, I, I don't even know if that's true, first of all. And uh, second of all, like when, when you suck like James McCann and everyone hates you, 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 you know, you can talk about him that way. If everybody fucking hated whoever Garrett Cole was complaining about, everybody would be on his side. I promise you that. But, uh, yeah. you know, for a guy like Max, like, me, like, like you knew, <laughs> I mean, he said it right there on the fucking yeah. field. Like, I mean, it's not like some with Garrett Cole, it's always some shit. Like after he's gotten rocked, he has some excuse that comes out of nowhere, like middle of the game. Max Scherzer was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? So it's not like uh, uh, an excuse. It's just facts. And Max Scherzer's 38 years old, three Cy Youngs, World yeah. Series champion, first bout Hall of Famer, near unanimous. I think right. he, Earned if it. anybody, can make a statement like yeah. that. For real. James McCann's yeah. like real. the Matt Flynn of, of baseball players where like he had like a very small Seriously. sample size and got a huge contract, and then he was like, mail time, you guys suck. What do you want me to do? Dude, it was real. the perfect but scenario. You know it was – it was the juice balls plus yep. the 2020 where there was such a small frame. It was the worst possible yep. case scenario that could have played out. And, and, and apparently just a bunch of dumb fucking White Sox fans. <laughs> Which they're dealing with By their own way, shit right uh, now. It's, it's over for them. The curse of Reinsdorf and the curse of the unconsul. I mean, you need, you need to sell the team and someone needs to kill White Sox Dave before that team will ever be good again now. <laughs> Are you calling for his head on a spike? Is bad basic? Not, I, I don't care. I, I don't want him dead. I'm just saying, if White Sox fans want him alive, they need to kill him. That's up to them. <laughs> I, t- putting that fan base, weaponizing that fan base, that's on you. Anything that happens to White Sox, Dave. But that's fair. And I'm, I, you know, speaking of Ryan Zerf, we'll, we'll wrap on this one. Um, news of Artie Moreno looking to sell the uh, Angels. You motherfuckers let the fox into the hen house, and then they said, "Shit, this is what a big market team is going to have to be like to compete." Thank and my fans are going to be on me. See ya! And fucking every single game, you get the tungsten O'Neill, whatever fucking stats where Otani's hitting bombs, Trout's hitting bombs, Otani's throwing strike uh, shutouts, and they somehow lose eight nothing. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. So I'm so fucking happy that. All of Stevie's enemies are just slowly just getting. Uh, actually, killed. I'm not. Like, I'd rather I'd rather Moreno stay in the game. True, it's just one less team to worry about because they're run by a fucking moron. But uh, but yeah, it is nice to be like you know, Cohen just crushes his his opponents. 
So speaking of crushing opponents, it all starts tonight. We got some fucking real, uh, hopefully a breather here against the Rockies. Tap the Rockies bet on um, the Barstool Sportsbook. Should be up any uh, minute or hour now. Uh, we have Barstool the Ballpark coming up September 17th. Mets Pirates. I'm saying that's going to be the 96th win of the season. And then we have in Barstool the Ballpark, the links, just Google it on because uh, our link sucks. And then uh, – Timmy Trumpet's going to be playing with Diaz next week. Totally normal thing to say no, during no. a fucking baseball season. So uh, whether it's fucking going 18-9 against – what was it? Was it 18-9 against uh, – in a 27 games in 26 mm-hmm. days. Showdown against the Rockies. Showdown against the Dodgers coming. No matter what, we're home. Everything's going to be fine. Got to believe. Got to believe. Got to believe. <laughs>